0: Following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. All right, y'all bring it in another episode of 83 to Infinity. John Brown, Mike Jones. Let me bring in Mike. up. You can ask again. Who? Mike Jones.
1: Back then, they didn't want me. What about now? I'm hot, so they all on me. All of them? All of them. All right. Well, look.
0: Sixers had a string of games. 12 games, uh string of games that started in Indiana, ended against Boston. Tough stretch. Tough stretch. With the they trade w- deadline in the middle of it. Went 7 and 5 over that stretch. Better than 500. Beat some good teams. Beat some good teams. Lost to some, be- L- lost to some good lost teams. Lost to some good teams. What was more telling you?
1: Honestly, mm-hmm. that's a tough question to ask because at the start of that run, we had a different team than what we finished that stretch with. Mm hmm. So it's we weren't looking at the same team, the same personnel, the same chemistry, and nowhere near the same talent level Mm -hmm. for most of that run is what we finished with it. So I would say what was most telling for me was the loss to Boston. Why? It didn't show that we can't beat Boston. I honestly believe from what I saw in that game, the Sixers team can beat Boston with some more time, some more chemistry. But what I did see is the Sixers still have work to do when it comes to learning how to finish games, especially. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. And, and I guess because that because I was the last game, because, well, not the last game, mm-hmm. but last major game against a major player. That's what you have to go off of. I mean, the, beating the Knicks was one thing. I mean, it's the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But your last true test, they failed. Unfortunately, they failed. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here now at the All-Star break having struggled against Boston,
1: mm-hmm.
0: having struggled against Toronto, mm-hmm.
1: and having not beaten Milwaukee and you beat you did beat Denver. You have beaten Denver. You did beat Golden State. You did beat the Golden two State. The top seeds in the West. is yes. thing stand right and now. And you've beaten Houston. And you this blew year. out LeBron.
0: You blew out LeBron. And you've beaten Houston this mm-hmm. year. But the fact still remains, and 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 most
1: people would tell you those top teams in the West are better than the top teams in the East.
0: Yeah, but you're still looking at the fact that you're you know, at the very best. You're playing one seven-game series against a Western Conference team. Mm-hmm. You got to get there. Got to And there. you got to get there. You're going to probably have to play. You got to go
1: through you're gonna, three teams least, in the East. Two, at least two, at least of, those two of them three. are going to be tough.
0: Yes. At least two of those three.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: probably going to have to face Milwaukee, Toronto, and Boston. Two of the two, two of those of three. three. You're one and honestly, seven against possibly
1: them. all three, because as things stand right now, the Sixers and Celtics, Celtics are in, four and five. Yeah, That's a first-round matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. As things stand right now. Definitely.
0: That's uh, – I don't know. We gotta make sense of this
1: somehow. We gotta
0: make sense of this somehow. So this is what we're gonna do. All right, we got a guest today. Let's bring in our let's bring in our guests. Ladies and gentlemen from NBA.com, from what Hoops magazine. Hoops magazine. Man's Philly Mag.
1: Is he He is writes it, for all sorts? He, he is he writes Jamaican? A lot. He's got like thirty two jobs. Bajan. He's what? Bar. From Barbados. Oh, see, see. One of my countrymen. Oh, y'all like
0: brothers now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Gilbert is on the line.
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah. The 76ers yeah. made a few moves. Well, of course, we all know about the Jimmy Butler deal earlier in the year, and it seems to have been working fairly successfully so far. Then at the deadline, they go out and get Tobias Harris. What was your first reaction when you heard that deal?
2: My first reaction was, I've always been a fan of Tobias Harris. I thought that when he went from Orlando to Detroit, mm-hmm. I felt that like he really had an opportunity to bloom and blossom out there in Detroit, and then it all came together in LA. So I, I like the piece. He's a front court guy, but he can dribble past and shoot, and he has range. So I immediately thought to myself, this is a good move. Well, what about Jimmy Butler?
0: What do you mean when you say what about Jimmy Butler?
2: Well, you kind of got in some elements you have the same player. Um, he's not as silky smooth as Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy is more of a, a two to three position player. And Tobias Harris is more of a three, four position player. Um, But they both can fill up the basket and they can both dominate the basketball. So I was just a little concerned. Like, hmm, as long as the team is winning, I don't think there'll be any issues. But God forbid they have an early playoff exit. Um, I don't know how that goes over with Jimmy Butler. And taking Jimmy Butler's opinion out of the equation, I just, I'm not sure how he fits on this team long term.
1: Now, do you mean that from a basketball standpoint or a financial standpoint?
2: Uh, from a basketball standpoint, um, I, I, I have to say this, and I'm pretty sure you guys noticed it, but since the acquisition of, Harris and Bobine, you know, and and then you got the, you know, other guys that they picked up, uh, from Houston and Orlando. It's like, does Jimmy fit like he used to? No. Does he fit? Yes. Um, is he willing to take a, a back seat? Brett Brown has to be able to coach, um, If ever Brett Brown needed to be able to coach, it's now. And part of that is going to be managing egos and and rotation.
1: Okay. Now, it's interesting that you bring up Brett Brown because as I'm listening to you talk, the first thing that pops in my head is that this may be an opportunity for Brett Brown to shine because he essentially likes a ball movement type of system, which... Mm -hmm creates opportunities for multiple players to score. So...
2: You also need those multiple players to be unselfish. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Jimmy Butler is selfish. um, But he is an OG and kind of like a a wide receiver. He's going to need his touches, man.
1: You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Now... Next question is more so about a move the Sixers did not make, and what may potentially still be available on the buyout market. Watching the Boston game the other night, there is one—I don't—I don't want to call it a hole, but shortcoming with the Sixers. Hole, that,
2: I, I think. I think. I think we go with hole. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: let's go with hole. That the Sixers have, and that is a guard who really has the ability to defend quicker point guards. They, you often see him trying to hide J.J. Reddick because he's not a defensive player. Ben Simmons does not do well defending small, quick guards, and Jimmy Butler can't guard everybody. So Right,
2: and and just really quickly, Ben Simmons has been getting dumped on this
0: week. But go ahead.
1: I'm listening. <laughs> so... Is there I are there any, any names
0: I, I didn't see any of Ben Simmons getting dunked on this week? <laughs> oh, back to back night. That didn't happen. No, no it didn't. <laughs> ben Simmons did not get dunked on.
1: But <laughs> are there any names you're hearing that may be available on the buyout market that could kind of fit that mold as a defensive guard? Someone who could come in and fit that role.
2: I I haven't heard anything concrete. You know, I'm, I'm hearing Jamal Crawford, which I don't think that...
1: That's bench scoring, which you all could use.
2: Right, but I don't think that's a, a true rumor. Um, I spent a lot of time with Phoenix when they were on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and everybody up and down that team, and even the people that cover that team, they say that his veteran leadership you know the the young guys have really gravitated towards them, towards him, and I don't see management letting him go. And he seems to be happy. You know, even though Phoenix isn't winning, uh, he's the type of guard that likes a challenge, which is why he didn't sign with Golden State two years ago, mm-hmm. and they wind up signing Nick Young instead. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't heard anything concrete. And, you know, we know it's going to happen. There's definitely going to be some buyouts. And Elton Brand has gone on record several times saying they're all in. You know, I, I, I like all in. I also know. That, I'm a fan like, of all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, and John, maybe you could take this one. I, I feel like all in takes at least a year in the NBA.
0: I guess that's what that kind of that's what scares me because mm-hmm. you're talking all in and you're saying all in requires two years. Mm-hmm. You got two major cogs who are free agents at the end of this season in Harris and Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. What the, I mean, that then raises the question. Is this is this really all in? Can you be I mean, all in? with yeah, two I mean, with two potential free agents.
2: Yeah, I that that's the it's the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely re-signed Harris. Um, he seems to be very comfortable and he fits really well on both ends of the court. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, Jimmy's the wild card. Um,
0: Jimmy's they, they the, Jimmy's re-sign. the wild card. But but let me ask, let me ask you this because I know you, you have more insight to the locker room than either of us do. I feel like I feel like Brett likes what Jimmy brings. If you want to call him a wild card, I think I okay. I think that's that's what Brett likes about Jimmy because Mm -hmm. Jimmy because you know Brett's a teacher. You know he's a developer. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you brought him in for. Jimmy's the first person to bring in. They brought in with with like a true veteran, a veteran that can that can. That
1: actually has talent to play Actually has talent
0: and can get it done. Right. So, you know, somebody who's good enough that if you're saying something that might not jive, might not really be, might not necessarily be popular, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's the type of player to say, hey, you know what? I don't know about that. Hey, maybe we should try this.
2: Right. And that has been working, mm-hmm. um, you know, instead of just saying, yes, OK, coach, mm-hmm. Jimmy doesn't give pushback, but he gives solid opinion. Like, hey, you know, we ran this two times. Let's let's go this way, you know, or hey, the short corner, the short corner is wide open. Why don't we just, you know, skip past it or, or rotate it? You know, so yeah, I, I like I like that aspect. And I don't think he's a malcontent or a bad guy like they mm. try to make him out to be. Yeah, definitely. I,
0: uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, see, I see that, too, because I feel like, like in this day and age where, you know, it's like narrative over everything, mm-hmm. where you we people want so desperately to paint Jimmy as his malcontent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right. it's a, you know, it's, it's a dog that won't hunt. You know, it's like when you yeah. hear the quotes, when you hear player quotes, when you hear coaches quote talking about Jimmy. It's like, all right, every, you know, you like what you hear. You know, well, it's, like, it's
2: like it's like how you you know, I watch a lot of ESPN, and I know you guys probably do. too. Mm-hmm. And you're right. There's narratives. There's certain players that invoke the same narrative, and no one goes on there and tries to change it so y'all just kind of outdo themselves saying the same exact thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I don't
2: want to get Mike started. but <laughs>
0: It's it's too late. It, it, know, it, it's, always, it's too late. It,
2: it's too late to catch out the back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there,
0: there is no I don't want to get Mike started. Mike, Mike started when, as soon as we press record. Uh, I'll wake up <laughs> in the morning ready it, to go. He woke up started.
2: <laughs> well, dig it. Like, you know how you'll watch TV and they're talking about the NBA, and they just so happen to let it slip out that like LeBron James is the greatest player in the league. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it, it's totally off topic. You're like, well, wait a minute, we were not even. We weren't
1: talking we weren't about even, the Lakers. We weren't talking about LeBron. And, yeah,
2: we weren't even going that direction. So I, I understand because, and, and like the Lakers were in Philly last week, and and, and they're struggling. They they definitely mm. have lived – to the halfway mark. um, and That's neither here nor there. But LeBron's not the best player. I don't even think he's going to make all NBA this year. Like, first team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go Harden. Uh, I'm going to go Curry. I'm going to go Paul George. I'm going to go Greek Freak. Mm.
1: Does Durant make that group?
2: Yeah, and
1: then KD. Yeah. You
0: look at the team, you look at the the moves that they've made. But they come out, they lose the Boston at home.
3: Uh, They're
0: now 1 in 7 against Milwaukee, Toronto, and Boston. How worried should fans really be? I mean, we're all excited about these moves.
2: Yeah.
3: And there were there were
0: smart. a lot there were, there were a lot of people who are ready to hand the east to to the Sixers. Yeah. Boy. No, I, I
2: was watching every, all the national media like try to outdo themselves by giving Philadelphia the Eastern Conference Championship. But you got to play the game. And, you know, Boston has continuity, too. And no matter what Marcus Morris says, like they, they might be individuals and they might not be playing a great brand of team basketball, but that team did go to Eastern Conference Finals. And when it comes down to it, they will be able to play together. Um, and they're going to make some noise. You
0: know? And and they have Philadelphia's number. I they have Philadelphia's number, and they're 8-2 in games that Terry Rozier start. hmm 8-2. Now,
1: that's, that's funny. When I heard I Kyrie was not playing the other night, that's when I got yeah. nervous.
0: It's Because yeah. that's just the thing. We talk about narratives over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Narratives over everything. So, ever since these, tra- ever since the trade deadline, there's been people... Bending over backwards to hand Philly to East. Yeah. You hear Kyrie's not playing. I got
1: nervous when I heard that. Yeah, but you <laughs> but the, the but ball the, moves better in Boston when he's the, not playing. But the
0: narrative being, you've made all these trades and now Boston is without their air quotes because I want player. Yeah, their best player. I'm, I'm looking directly at you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Their best player. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just enjoy triggering Mike, but <laughs> but you know, and just I mean, in in the conversations that Mike and I have had, we, you know, we know what Boston is, and we know what Boston is without Kyrie. We know what Boston is with with Kyrie. So when I'm like you, Mike, they say no Kyrie, I got nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Terry <laughs> Rozier scares me. Yeah. Yeah, you know when because I sat here all last summer when they're saying Kyrie is coming back, I'm sitting here with my fingers crossed. Please, Boston trade T- Terry Rozier. You're bringing Kyrie <laughs> back. Trade Terry Rozier. You don't need him. You know, please. You know, get rid of him. But nonetheless, yeah. nonetheless, they lose the Boston. They're now one in seven against Milwaukee, Boston, and Toronto. Should fans be worried about that?
2: Yeah. yeah, because I mean so and this, and this is back to my like. it takes at least a year for all in. Well mm-hmm. so if you remember when Miami acquired you know LeBron and, and Chris Brosh they went to the finals mm-hmm. and they lost uh, and they came back the next year and they won. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, it's sort of the same thing, and it's kind of how, like, when you watched um, the Chicago Bulls go through their maturation process, and they finally beat the Pistons, and when they beat the Pistons, then what happened? They went through the East, and then they smacked up the Lakers for one Like, Mm -hmm. they got their first championship, so you know, a lot of times, you know, I look at the NBA and I look at the history of the league, you lose that first year, and then you come back and win. You know, I remember when the Pistons lost in '88, and mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas got hurt and mm-hmm. still gave out work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely.
2: '89, it was like oh, this is this is a joke. Like you guys, they swept them. Like mm-hmm. they swept, you know them. And then the next year, they beat the, the Trailblazers. So mm-hmm.
0: they swept the Lakers after the Lakers went. Undefeated in the Western Conference playoffs. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, that that was that was a big thing. It wasn't just sweeping the Lakers. It was the Lakers were at that point Doug, not. The, the Lakers were eleven and zero because first round was still five games. Mm-hmm. Right. So they went eleven and zero
1: through the and Western and through the West.
0: And the one then got one. swept.
1: They won game one.
0: No, no, no. That's that that second
1: a- against the Bulls.
0: No, no. I'm talking about that. Oh, uh, against um, the, Pistons. the Pistons. The Pistons. Yeah. I'm talking that Pistons That's team. right. You're right. So that that's what that, that was what was crazy about that second Pistons championship, you mm-hmm. know, or excuse oh, yeah. me, on no, no, the no, first Pistons the, the championship, first one. First one.
2: Yeah. But it's that's like, how you learn how to win. Uh, you you have that by fire, mm-hmm. and then hopefully you can come back and and get another crack at it. And I feel like that's where Philadelphia is, but they need they they need to they need to address their shooting. That's where Philadelphia, yes, they do need better defense at the, at the guard position because of J.J. Reddick. And J.J. Reddick shoots well, but he needs a partner. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a phenomenon like Embiid on the court and you have another phenomenon on the court in Simmons, if you surround them with shooters, so he got Harris. You got Jimmy Butler, and you have JJ Reddick, But like, let's say you have like another lights out, knockdown jump shooter. I don't know who that is, and it opens it opens up the floor even more. Okay, you know,
0: okay,
2: take it to the next level. So they they need to still adjust their shooting. All
0: right, before uh, before we uh, put the. We move on from the Sixers. I have one one last Sixers question I wanted to ask you. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about Markel Fultz and the Fultz deal. Yeah. yeah. Now, now that he's gone, like one. Now that he's gone, this is technically an
2: Orlando Magic question. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> but now, now I don't feel like I've dominated the conversation with Sixers talk. Let's talk Orlando <laughs> Magic and their 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 newest guard, uh, Markel Fultz. What did you, one? What did you think of that deal? And do you, at this point, do you feel like that whole was this a complete failure?
2: Uh, well, I've, I'll say this: I've always been a Jonathan Simmons fan. Um, it, he paid his way to the to the Austin uh, Spurs G League team, and then he got called up by Pop, and then he played so well. Orlando signed him to a big deal. Uh, he shoots well. He's a hard worker, so I like I like that. Trading Folks for Simmons, I, I like what they got. Um, as far as Folks as the number one pick, it's a failure. Um, as far as Folks and his potential to do something, to finally do something with a new team, um, not only does it remain to be seen, but I, I think it's it's possible. But it's 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 sad because, you know, you know how fans love draft picks. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't actually love, like, whatever that pick becomes. No, they romanticize the
1: idea of the pick. Right.
2: They just love the idea of the yeah. pick. Right. Mm-hmm. The of picks. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. you look at it, <laughs> they moved up to get folks, you know, and then you have the whole they could have had Tatum. They couldn't have because they were taking Tatum regardless. But, just for the sake of argument, they could have
1: had Tatum. Well, and uh, technically, since they traded up to one, they could have taken him one.
2: Mm-hmm. They could have, but there's definitely that there would have definitely been some backlash.
1: Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of um, course they, they assu- I'm sure they assured Boston they didn't want Tatum when they made that deal.
2: Right, they got fleeced, and in getting fleeced, and swinging for the fences, and trying to win now. Um, You know, Brian Colangelo struck out. He struck out so much that he no longer works for the organization. <laughs> <laughs> struck
0: himself right out of a job. Yeah,
2: but it, it's just a bad situation because folks, as we have seen, he needs the ball in his hands to be effective. He's, mm-hmm. he's a point guard, yes. and he's not a shooting guard, and he's not a, a three. And one of the main reasons is because he dominates the basketball, but he also doesn't shoot that well. And so he needs the ball in his hands also, to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also kind of got like, Injured, I'll just say in
0: quotation marks. He's using the air quotes. I can feel him through the phone. I can feel the yeah. air quotes through the phone. Yeah. All right. I'm I, I, I I'm glad you are here because I had a couple of theories that I wanted to float out to you, and I wanted to get mm-hmm. both of your opinions. Okay. Now, One, yeah, two, now you know,
1: we have to let Anthony oh, go at some point. I, 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 no, I'm just kidding. And I, get carried away. It's easy to exact, talk. Exactly. <laughs> it is.
0: It is. All right. Let me. Let me. Uh, two. Quick. I think. I think he's going
2: to be fine with Isaiah Briscoe. Mm-hmm. I think that and, and this is what the enigma of Markel Foles does to a team because he was on Philly and he was the number one pick and they had to move up and they had to they had to lose draft picks, you know, to acquire him. He had to play regardless if he fit, mm-hmm. regardless if he could shoot regardless if him and Ben Simmons don't shouldn't be on the floor at the same time. like you have to plan because you moved mountains to get him. Mm-hmm. And the same will kind of be true in Orlando, but Orlando is an A in win-now mode. And B, um, they don't have the personnel. But he is the number one pick, and fans are going to be looking at that franchise like, well, hey, we got the number one pick from 2017, so what's up?
0: Yeah, I think it definitely will lend itself for a first couple of seasons for Markel to fit into that role of best player on a really bad team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He'll have room to make mistakes. Have room to make mistakes, but he also has room to put up big numbers because somebody has to score. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's nobody else.
2: Somebody in South Philly is going to. At you guys, and say we had that
0: guy on our team. Well, of course, of course, uh, course. you <laughs> first, first, first twenty plus game, twenty plus <laughs> point score
1: uh game. He has. Oh, why couldn't he do that here? And you know what my response will be? Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> oh, I think that would tell me. That'll be my response. Oh, don't, don't, Somebody don't puts up knife. numbers on a bad team. Don't, don't,
0: don't, 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 don't
1: twist that knife.
0: I, I guess I, I just wondered why. You know, with. Uh, Brett Brown experimenting with the whole uh, putting Jimmy at the point and moving Ben off the point. It was like, OK, I know we tried to jam Markel into the starting lineup at the beginning of the season, but we tried to jam him in the backcourt alongside Ben. If you're going to move Ben to the front court and have someone else bring the ball up and put the ball in his hands, why couldn't it have been Markel?
2: Well, Marquel, his days when his days were numbered. Him mm. and his lawyer talked their way out of Philly mm. a long time ago. So, um, at that point, it was just like, "Hey, we're not even going to play him." And uh, just so you know, NBA, he's healthy. He's played thirty-one games. I hope that was enough for you. <laughs> um, and and quite honestly, New Orleans should should sit uh anthony Davis, because
0: that's a another sinking ship that's just a mess that's 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 (laughs) that's just truly a mess and that became a mess in two organizations and they tried to make it three yeah like 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 ad tried to make the whole ad situation started in new orleans it infested infected the Lakers, and then Magic Johnson, then try to turn around and throw that whole same mess on, it and bring the Sixers into it with the whole Ben Simmons tampering thing.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Which is, which is
3: smart. Mm-hmm. You yeah, yeah, no, you know,
0: it was you great. Gotta, it was that was a, that, a- that was that was Magic throwing another no look pass. That was another no yeah. look pass from Magic.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, you by gotta, the way,
0: by the way, yeah, that star point guard or
1: the other uh, or the other team that you like so much. But let's not forget, hmm? we're talking about players represented by Rich Paul.
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely and i wish that they would have just waited until after the finals and say hey you know what he doesn't want to resign with the team let's go in a different direction Mm -hmm. and i get why they did it 10 days before the trade deadline because it's like hey well maybe we can get something done but it backfired
1: exactly
2: it backfired and now you know they realize like we've Probably should have
1: not said anything. All right, so we've been sitting here for the last right. half hour or so, forty minutes talking with <laughs> talking basketball with Anthony Gilbert. We gotta get him in the studio one of these days, man. We're definitely gonna have I to do you. that.
0: We gotta send send a car, I send an Uber or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. We you know get a limousine or just or just do a couple of mics in a bag and just go to his crib.
2: Yeah, <laughs> man, come through. I'll I'll cook. Right, well,
0: oh, see, uh, see, that's see, all you had to
1: say. Now see, I'm there, done, done,
0: done. Deal. We're going to take a real quick break, and then when we come
1: back, we'll be at Anthony Gilbert's house. Either, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, Anthony, this has been fun. Before we get you out of here, please let the people know where they can find you so they can get more of this good information.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, um, and, and gentlemen, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Classy guys, as always. Um, you can find me on Twitter. At AX Gilbert. Oh. I, uh, you know, I got a few things to say about the NBA
0: and college. And, and college a couple and, things.
2: and a little bit of football, too.
0: hmm Anthony Gilbert right. will not be – he will not be pigeonholed, all right? <laughs> he uh, a got good time thing. for that. <laughs> well, that's a
1: good thing. I got to feel love as well, you
2: know?
1: Oh, man, okay. that's that's my, one of my loves, too. You know, I was yeah, a track man. runner in college, so.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's a suck.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was a
0: track runner, too, believe it or not. Morgan State, there. No, I was done by then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. But, Anthony, it's been great. We're going to let you go.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was Anthony Gilbert from Hoops Magazine and NBA.com. Always a pleasure to have him
1: on the show. Oh, he's a great guy, man. Great guy, great Fine guy. To talk Makes me brings back those old sports shop memories. We sitting there debating Kobe and Mike and the Lakers and Kareem.
0: Those those were the those
1: those were some good conversations. Good times, good times.
0: All right, well, look, no basketball for a week. We'll do the the All Star game, but yeah. The yeah. face you're making right now says it all. And for those of all, for those of you who are listening to this podcast, there's no need for me to explain the face that he's making. It's the All-Star game. There'll be good memories. I'm going to
1: watch. Yeah, yeah,
0: there'll be good moments. It's I mean It's not the Pro
1: Bowl. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, team yeah. Do you like that whole uh captains picking the team?
1: I do. It kind of makes it feel like a pickup game with the twenty-four best people in the world. Okay, I, or I 20, do like that. Twenty-four of the best people in the world. I think
0: they should adapt the same uh, policy, though. Now, if they're going to do that, they should adapt the same policy with the coaches as they do the captains. Where you shouldn't have the same captain every year. Just like mm-hmm. you can't. Just like even well, if you're even if you're the best co- even if you're the best coach, mm-hmm. two years straight. You can't coach, you can't two, coach two all-star two games, You shouldn't be a captain. It's like give somebody else a chance. Who was do you know who the third uh the
1: third, the third leading, leading vote, vote getter. getter was? I don't.
0: Or the second leading vote getter from the west? Like I like LeBron, but I don't want to see LeBron be the captain next year. But if it wasn't LeBron, last year the other captain was
1: Steph, wasn't it? Yeah, but but LeBron was in the East last year. Mm-hmm. So so the, would you change captains in the East, or would you let not, not let LeBron be a captain? Just not let LeBron be a cap, okay. captain. Okay.
0: So I, I don't I don't know who the who the second leading vote getter in the West was, but even, at the, even if even then, if, if
1: the second leading voter get, vote getter was Steph, I'm not and I'm not saying it was. I'm not sure. Then yeah. you're in the same situation. In anymore. the same
0: situation. Then if that's a, in the in the end, it should be two new captains every year. That's okay. what that's what I want. I want two new captains. That's the just only. kind of add to the
1: intrigue a little bit, make it yeah. a little different.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it just shouldn't be whoever versus Team LeBron every year because you know, pretty much up until the point he retires, or unless there's just some major drop off in his play, mm-hmm. LeBron's going to be the top leading vote getter. Sells right. It, it, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, unless, on name recognition alone, yes. he's going to get votes. Yeah. People definitely. who
1: aren't even watching the game, but they decide online, oh, there's a thing to vote for Embi- LeBron, mm-hmm. LeBron. LeBron. LeBron.
0: Exactly. So there's, that's if. If there's a change or suggestion to be made, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I don't have much else. But anyway, when we come when we come back next week, we will talk more about the second half of the season. Even though we're pretty much into the second half, mm-hmm. but post
1: the All-Star, final stretch, post All Star break, post it, trade deadline, yeah. yeah, all that's done. The home stretch. Do On you like rel-
0: the Do you like the trade deadline coming before the All Star game now?
1: I do. Mm-hmm. For the sheer fact, I mean, the drama of the trade deadline within schedule, the season starting earlier, mm-hmm. you still have a similar amount of games in at the time of the trade deadline approaches. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you've actually moved it up in the season. You've just moved it up in the cal- on the calendar. And so the guys have more time, not necessarily games, but more time mm-hmm. to work together to gel, yeah. maybe get a couple practices in, mm-hmm. which... Should lend itself to greater chemistry and better basketball come playoffs, especially with this
0: team, because now you're looking at a team with a whole bunch of new moving parts. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure everybody's going to break. Everyone's going to go on their vacations, take time off, recharge as they replenish. should, replenish. But they come back, they practice hard, then they hit the ground running in Miami. Exactly. Now that's a good thing, right there. You come back, you come back from the All Star break, go to Miami.
1: Mm-hmm. That's nice, warm weather, sunshine, yeah, yeah. and a wonderful game.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely. Definitely. All right, look. Tell us what you think of this show. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at sports. Just a reminder, this show comes on, and you can hear this along with other podcasts from Best in the World Sports every Saturday morning during the Best in the World Sports Report at 8 a.m. on phillygoflow.com. All right? Make sure you check us out on Offense, Defense, and Discourse every Friday morning at 7 a.m. on Free Agent Radio. Mm Mm-hmm. Then Saturday, excuse me, Friday morning on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. At, at noon. At noon. Noon, noon Eastern, Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Yes. And then, like, if you can't sleep, you can check it out 2 in the morning on PhillyGoFlow.com. hmm Followed by 83 to infinity as part of the support. Look, look, man, it's like three hours. We're of, everywhere. Three hours of John and Mike. All right? Good sports talk. Good guests. Yeah. Lots of fun. Lots of guests. Lots of fun. All right. Thank our guest, Anthony Gilbert from Hoops Magazine and uh, NBA.com. Thank you to Mike Jones. Y'all have a great weekend. Great Valentine's Day weekend. Great President's Day weekend. Great NBA All-Star weekend. It should be fun. It should be fun. Yo, we out of here. Catch you guys next week. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to SoundCloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World